0: Swellians, if you love and respect your surfboards, and I'm talking pure love, then you must protect them. And nobody protects surfboards better than the official hardware and accessories partner of all Swellians, Ocean and Earth. Doesn't matter what your kick, shorties, fishes, logs, sups, OE have over 30 different types of board covers to keep your precious protected. Day sleeves, travel covers, singles, doubles, coffins, wheels. These board bags are light, functional, and built to last. It's good enough for Owen Wright, it's good enough for Ryan Callinan. it's good enough for Tyler Wright. You know it's Primo Gear. And it's one of those presents you just never see coming. Imagine getting an OE board bag in your Chrissy windsock. Mad. OceanAndEarth.com to scope the whole range today. Competition surfing. Rashes. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can't
1: that. Blitz. I
0: hate that so presents.
2: Pure tour to
1: nerdism.
2: Welcome to Blitzed pure to a nerdism vaughn it's less pure to a nerdism and more cone shamanism mm. uh, for this event the mm-hmm. van's pipe invitational pipe masters invitational asterisks was uh, an exceptional event, in my opinion. I had an absolute ball watching this. Mm. Uh, scored really high on the chat rating. Not just for the, the the waves, but the broadcast and the entire spectacle. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chat rating, of course, S for skits, H for Hamad A for are you kidding me, and T for torture. Plenty of volume in this Shat rating. Plenty of leaderage, mm. Rinsed corn. Uh, I thought the overall spectacle, as I said, was second to none. It had every surfer I've ever wanted to see out pipe surfing multiple times in mostly consequential conditions. Uh, there's been plenty of conjecture about whether this event should be called the Pipe Masters or not. Mm. A little asterisk hovering above a, a little pocket s- smelly pocket corn. Yeah. Uh, Chloe Andino, he came out. Uh, he's in the former camp. He said, funny you guys promote this event. He's talking to the WSL here. Funny you guys promote this event when it's so clearly a slap in the face to the WSL and the title Quote, pipe master, wrote the uh, almost 30-year-old Chloe Andino. It's a sad, thirsty-for-content surf world we are enduring. (laughs) Enduring. How good's that word? (laughs) Quite poetic, quite Uh, Hemingway-esque. But yeah, initially I sided with that argument, and Mm. I'm interested to know what your take is on it. But after this event, you know, I'm really wondering, because at the end of the day, like, who is better positioned to decide who are the best pipeline surfers in the world? Some rating system based on a grovely Challenger series in ten different waves around the world, uh, or an esteemed council of Core Lords, uh, you know, wearing robes, sitting in some secret cave, decreeing who shall or shall not pass into mm. the realm of mortal combat. After this event, I'm leaning towards the robed Core Lords deciding <laughs> who should <laughs> present at the Pipe Masters, uh, because the lineup was just unbelievable. Bruh. Fully. I mean, they nailed it. Every surfer I can really think of that I'd want to see in a slabbing mm. cone of Mortal Konequins was out there. Mikey Wright, Noah, Ando, Hazzy B, the Florence Brothers, J.O.B., Cole Rothman, and then that new guard of pipeline maniacs, your Kalar Graces, Makana Pangs, mm. Kalana, Benji Brandt, uh, and then obviously in the women's, Moana Wong, Molly Picklem, uh, you had that 16-year-old uh, Super Grom, Aaron Brooks in the final, Arnie Riss, so yeah, plenty of, uh, and, and, and Frankie Harrow, we'll get to her, the, yeah. the, the Malibu uh, fucking Cone Fiend Hellwoman Supermum. Mm. But yeah, what was your take on it? Shat rating? Yeah. Thoughts on uh, the overall spectacle? Yeah,
0: 4.5 on the shat rating, Smitty. Uh, Yes, yeah, just purely for the Cone, the return of the, putting the Cone into Conequence, uh, it, was, it was a nice thing to get back there stop and go at times, obviously a bit of an air day and a couple of shifty conditions. And, yeah, you had to sit through and, you know, really squeeze, squeeze hard, get your surf corn fucking that tight. And, uh, you know, I did feel at times all that squeeze and all that sort of Angelina Jolie, forehead vein, popping effort rewarded with just a little splash on your corn, you know, when the pebble falls out and you just get one little splash Mm. and, at times, it can be rather unsatisfying, that splash. It's not like the full gurn rinse mm. on your dot. Uh, but in saying that, made it wowed us in the end. It wowed us in the end. Uh, there was some fucking un- unbelievable rides, as you say. Um, yeah, it, it's a funny one, man. Like that whole asterisk, that puckered corn thing about, you know, how, how do we feel? Like, where does it sit? And I kind of was going to take talk about this at the end of the episode where we get into what it all means, Mm. but it's probably worth talking about at the start because the pipe masters was an invitational for years before fucking pro surfing dug its claws into it and, and just ripped it into its framework. And you know, like mate, that's how it started. That's where it originated. The feel of it was always that it was meant to be the best pipeline surfers and they get a chance. And yeah, like I actually love seeing all these different crew get a chance, get a shot, the slab shamans, the fucking outer reef, monstro, cone wranglers. Like, everyone gets a shot at it. Um, And I think you would say that, like, almost everyone in that draw has the potential to get a 10-point ride. Like, not a fluky one. Not like I fucking jagged it off the bottom and held on for dear life and got spat out. Like, these are people who spend a lot of time trying to surf these types of waves and they fucking know how to surf from Smithy. They know. So in that respect, you can kind of understand why, like you look at uh, someone like Kolohe and just go, mate, what are you talking about? Why are we even talking about pipeline, mate? Have you ever stuffed one out there? (laughs) Ever? But then like on the flip side of that, once the Pipe Masters was soaked up and absorbed into professional surfing, Man, don't forget, there were 16 wild cards every year in that comp. The rest of the world got, what, one or two? The Pipe Masters had 16 for years. And in that whole time, man, two, maybe two, uh, you know, pipe specialists got the wins Jamie O'Brien and um, uh, who was the other one? Um, fucking Johnny Boy Games against Mike Ho. So, wow. good recall. You're talking about, you're talking about, You know, the difference between having a comp mongrel head that will just fucking do anything to win at all costs versus these pure fucking, you know, pipeline specialist or wrangling hell men and women. Uh, And there's an argument that, you know, they both suffer without the other. Like, I think that you wouldn't put a puckered corn next to John John or Moana because they're the king and queen of pipeline have been for, you know, a long time now. But... There is that little sense of like, are they being pushed to the fucking nth degree or are they just out there and using that little bit of extra respect, especially a two-time world champ who has that much respect. He's going to get any wave he wants. He's not being pushed. So he's probably going to win. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's a tricky one, man. It's a tricky one. But uh, for me, yeah, a 4.5 for sure. I got my fucking feel. I got my orb feel, mate. I'm bloated on pipe. I can just hit Chrissy hit the couch, eat some ham, watch test cricket, eat some more ham and just lie there with me guts, bloated with pipe. I got me December fix, mate. I'm back. Well played, Vans. Well played, pipe masters. Yeah,
2: uh, the broadcast too amazing. Oh, I, I love the the cavalcade of core lords. They were trundling out on Zimmer frames from all corners of the North Shore. Rory Russell, what a what a what a oh. spell on on the box that was. So And good. geez, the pipe intel was just second to none across the board. If yeah. you ever wanted to know anything about that wave, the, everything from the bottom contours uh, to the swell directions, winds, the the. Uh, the sheer like just the the very the ebbs and flows of the lineup, that forty five minutes on and off call from rory russell and it was the first time we actually got to test one of these old shamanic theories yeah. up against live real-time data it came true immediately uh, he made that call you know pipeline it's always 45 minutes fo- on 45 minutes off uh, i used to like to get my waves and, and go in mm. jerry used to sit out there all day uh, but that was th- that was the the rhythm of the joint uh, and Like clockwork, we watched the Florence brothers struggle to get away for 45 minutes. Very next heat, Makana Pang straight into a psycho one off the buzzer. Hazard gets his perfect 30. Uh, It was so poetic. Cliff Capono on the mic, Uh, you know, just this (laughs) smad reef scientist. Yeah. Kind of uh, an unofficial PhD in, in Hawaiian. Uh, culture and history, mm. Sal Masekela, Uh Shout out to Nate Fletcher for picking the eyes out yeah. of a dodgy forecast, Bully. man. I mean, I don't think anyone else could have got a contest run in that forecast the way he did. Like, he just – he, he spent so much time there. He knows the look of, um, you know, the, the metrics, the data. Even when it doesn't look like an all-time day, he, mm. he knew that there'd be windows and the windows were there and we got what we wanted, which was an absolute cone fest, mortal <laughs> cone bat. And, and so good to see all these characters come out of the woodwork and compete in this event. You know, you forget that Mikey Wright, Noah Dean, Hasib, B, uh, M Feb, Benji Ben, like all these, Balloran, like all these guys, you don't ever get to hear from them in, in mm. post-heat interviews. You don't get to, to understand what the underground, like, Let's say, you know, these guys are elite, but in, in their conduct uh, outside of the war, let's say, probably semi professional, they're on their mm. beers, you know, they're, they're yeah. on the, who knows what, all kinds <laughs> of planned well, medicines, of the and potions. There was
0: a couple of like absolute little clangers dropped.
2: Oh, I tell you, oh, there oh. is a serious cultural disconnect yeah. between uh, American and Australian uh, language, let's say, because, uh, I mean, you had like Kiala Keneally on the on the broadcast, yeah. afraid to say words like bitch face. Yeah. And then Noz is going, Cunt, Moana's the fucking queen out here. They like, like, couldn't get through one minute without dropping a full-blown howler that just would have sent the Christians coughing up their eggnog, choking on it. Oh, man, it was classic yeah. stuff. Oh, I was oh, loving no. it. We got Bit of culture. Get in here. Absolutely. convict culture. Caught this one.
1: So, are we going to see a Noah Dean uh, gym set up at the house? Full weight rack, the whole deal. Is that coming soon? (laughs) Another kind of rack, maybe.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Next level. I can't believe it. Just on the broadcast. I was just going, what? Anyway, classic, mate. Classic stuff. Um, Great event. Let's get into it, eh? Best wave? (laughs) Done. Don't do
2: enough. Sewn. Sewn. Sewn up. Signed, sealed, delivered. Has he be Back to back. Absolute muck chambers Mm -hmm. for the sunny coast turned south coast slab shaman. uh, Deep in the holy muck. Just getting his cells moisturized (laughs) in mother nature's milky juice. How good does it feel? Uh, That backdoor chamber doom last year. Backside. And just to prove it was no fluke. Not that we need it proved to us. But uh, a pipeline absolute cone of doom, windy, sideshore, uh, you know, got into it early on his Paul Gravel pinong shape uh, mate that thing was just built for that moment in time got in early got under the guillotine just you know those lines when you're just so impossibly deep but the board and the line you draw is so pure mm. that even though he was so far back in that thing he knew early on he was coming out I reckon he just skidded across the foam balls
0: spat out what a ride it was unbelievable so good, so good. lowy Speck it reminded me a lot, a his wave, different, sort of different in ways, but just in the spot to really get the maximum depth, like to be gargled by that thing, like properly sitting back under the little uh, what do you call that thing that hangs off the roof of your mouth? You know the dangler, yeah, the tonsil or something. Fucking, it's yeah. like a, it's a little punching it's bag. Like a fucking weird name, but anyway, he's just. Hold on to that thing in the back of the tube, just flying through it. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to have a chat to him. Hope we do get a chance to have a chat to him. We probably do have a chat with him coming up, but yeah, man, fuck. It just reminded me of the Lowie wave because remember when we spoke to Lowie about that ten he got in the Pipe Masters two thousand, and he was like, "Mate, I couldn't even open my eyes in there. It was just I had to just close my eyes and just feel it. It was just you know it was just so spitty and breathy and fast and chambery, and uh, next thing you know, out he comes. But as you say, man." No great surprise to us. You know, we know Hazza. We know what he does here. We know uh, the waves that he surfs. But to me, this is like the moment that he just goes global. This is his Laurie Towner kind of moment. This is one of those occasions where a surfer is so good in that sort of surf that eventually an opportunity showcases itself on the world stage and you just your your stock rises, man. It's like you've just pinged it. And you are just on the rocket ship to the moon, global fucking reco. And his timing is impeccable. It's his Spono's event. He, I think he was having uh, the Motel Hell premiere during the contest window. And then he paddles out and gets that wave. Like, fuck, mate. I mean, he's the, he's the big barrel-chested Queensland ranger with a fucking slug on his lip that could fucking soak up the entire top off his skewy before the beer even hits his lips. And he's just done it for a try, you Fuck I was proud when I saw that mate. Absolutely so proud. Br-
2: yeah, and it validated both this event in that we got to see Harry Bryant surf in real time in in the kinds of waves that he just never gets the chance to have a yeah. cracker. Yeah. And that's just the fact for for all the Australian guys over there, most of them aren't willing to stoop so low as to engage in the 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 haggling and heckling and jostling for a slab when we've got them here. Yeah. You know, and the ones we have here are more technical, more condensed. Yeah, they don't have the the size and, and just gravitas of the pipeline backdoor scenario, but they're they're arguably more treacherous or or, or tricky to navigate. Bit more of a, a kind of fatal uh, fatality component mm. to the the pipes setup. But yeah, just so good to see that the skill set that's being built on these sketchy gurgly. Super technical slabs find its marker on the global stage, uh, and, and it wouldn't have happened if fans hadn't have created this invitational event. We yeah. would have never really got to see Harry get to flex and. Talking about the comparisons with Mick Lowe, mate. The comparisons are there in more ways than <laughs> more ways than one. Yeah. Uh, not in just a mondo pipeline pit, but uh, you know, both of them hard charging bogan core, uh, beer swilling, bleach blonde Aryans mm. and, and super cone dismantlers. And in mm. fact, I, I took the time to analyse B's future career arc using the, the oh. Swellian supercomputer, think, yeah. and the data clearly says that if he stays on this current trajectory has he be, will in fact become a precise replica of Mick Lowe, just (laughs) shuffling from pub
0: to pie shop (laughs) to Uh, slab. Just stopping by the old Bricky's laptop for a couple of darts as he's, you know, trying to turn that prize money into a a little bonus, little bonus coin for the Chrissy break, mate. (laughs) A couple of darts followed by a couple of darts out the front. Lord of the Week, uh, made easy by Up, is uh, Hazard Brian. No surprises there. Um, what an absolute performance. And uh, we're going to jump on the phone at the moment, but uh, as you know, mate, Up is uh, a proud supporter of the Swellians. And yeah, I've been, their whole system is based around travel. Uh, it makes being overseas just nice and easy with Up. It's uh, sort of specifically designed for young Aussies. Uh, it's the bank that has people's backs, and I think we're chucking 100 skins at our Lords of the Week from now on, courtesy of Up. 100 Bones, a bank giving money back to a blue-collar bank? I, I don't believe it. It's so good. Um, so yeah, let's uh, have a chat to Haz. Yeah, Haz, uh, awesome bro. Has he be the
2: beef-eating, <laughs>
0: hog-dining maniac.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Smithy's here too, mate. Yeah, Smitty. Yeah, boys. Fuck,
0: mate. How are you feeling after just getting piped out of your fucking K-hole, bro?
1: <laughs> I'm feeling sweet, Oz. I'm feeling great, hey?
2: Back-to-back back absolute muck chambers for the sunny coast, south coast slab shaman. Made uh, backdoor last year and now pipe just to prove it was no fluke. Uh, talk us <laughs> through the wave.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a weird one, hey. I was like – kind of because the swell was building like all through the day and in the morning it was like dead flat and like slowly through the day the waves were just like trickling, getting bigger and bigger. And then, uh, yeah, I just kind of like – I was looking at the forecast and stuff and it said right, right in the afternoon it was going to pick up heaps. I was just like, fuck. I was like hell keen to ride a, big, like, a, a bigger board. And because the wind was really strong and stuff too, it was like – it was just kind of perfect um, – perfect conditions to kind of opt for a bigger stick but it was the weirdest thing like the the wave like chipped up like kind of the wave like chipped up but there was Seth Moniz like went the first one and then he kind of got spat out and I was like fuck I could have went that one but I and then I just kind of saw one behind it and then when the like the wave stood up so solid out the back and then I just I literally like remember paddling into the wave and then the whole way through the middle, like through the tube, I could not see a thing. Like I was like looking out of the, like my eyes were open and I was looking out of the barrel, and I I, I could literally only see white. And then like all of a sudden, I was like in the channel. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the fuck? It was a it was a real crazy. Like it was for sure the craziest vision I've ever had in a tube, and the vision was a white ball. I could not even like technically see anything but it was still the sickest vision of that holy shit so he
2: fully entered the interdimensional purgatory known as uh, the fourth realm that's (laughs) psycho
1: pretty much yeah you could you could you could say something like that for sure it was fucking sweet (laughs)
2: <laughs> talk us through the board too. So crazy riding the Gravel. I was actually down there. I bumped India with Nate Fletcher uh, just after you got that board. And uh, well, sorry, one of his boards uh, from the pub there. And I've watched uh, you know, surfing uh, that original step up, doing big floats on it, and uh, kind of never really thinking that a Gravel was going to get its time in the spotlight like this. I mean, talk us through your relationship with him and his boards
1: yeah well look like the whole kind of thing started was like i went i went i went down there and picked up i bought that that uh off that guy at the pub second hand and then i took it to hawaii and then i remember um nate fletcher was like frothing on it he was just like this board looks like like a really good board for the waves in hawaii and then pretty much since then i've, I've just stayed in contact with him and then he remade me like he remade me the board that I bought off that guy secondhand. And then it was basically this like back and forth kind of relationship. I'd, I'd be gone, I'd go down there and surf and then I spent a bit of time like hanging out at his farm with him and I met his family and just, it, I don't know. It's just been this really cool kind of ongoing like relationship that I've had with Paul. And then, um, yeah, he made and he, he's made me a few boards since then, but then that one was like pretty much a board in between like a seven, seven and a, and a, um, a 6.8 that he made and I was just like this this board I remember when I got it and I looked at it and I was like this board is going to be like the board that I get the way of my life on like I don't know where it's going to be but I just kind of knew it just had a real special like look to the to the board like you put it under your arm and you're just like oh like it's got this like real weight it's re- it's glass really heavy and um, being a quad as well it was the weirdest thing inside that tube like because it was so offshore, the nose of the board was—it was like pressing down the whole time, but the the foam ball was lifting the back of my board up. So it kind of felt like I was like nose diving, like the whole the whole way through the board, but the whole way through the wave. I mean, sorry, but the like the foam ball was lifting my tail up because it was a quad. It was just like not dragging at all. It was just like accelerating and pushing me through. And then because it was glass, so heavy, and it being a long board as well, it wasn't it wasn't skatey, It was just so like tracked and like locked into the wave like it was just it was just going straight ahead pretty much and, oh. and i was just like smack bang over the top of it it was trippy
2: ass Mate, i love that description the thing looks so thick and glossy and just built for big pipeline uh and, and you did you found that the little power pocket just in front of the foam ball millimeters away from destruction and the board just did the rest it, it, it sounds like it what what was the actual dimensions like what kind of thickness were you running there?
1: It was seven two. Um, I don't know. It was about. It's just over two and a half, I reckon. So it's like it's fairly it's fairly beefy for sure. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure how wide it is, but when I get back when I get back to it, I'll, I'll take a photo of the dims and, and and send it to you so we know the exact specs of it. But mate, I just um, love that you've got this like Australian
0: fucking version of like the samurai climbing to the top of some snow-covered fucking hill to meet the master sword maker. who lives in a fucking little stone hut just banging away at his fucking at his craft and you're just like you're the slab version's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go down to uh, the, the most remote coastline in Australia or I go to this fucking farm. It is a stone hut. To... He does live in a stone hut. <laughs> so, yeah, it is fucking... a thousand degrees and scorched earth. And, and there's, there's Paul and he hands over the fucking weapon and, he, and you're like I will ride the wave of my life on this thing and he just looks and goes, yeah, fucking oath, mate. I'll yeah.
1: Oath it's, it was pretty it was pretty funny because when i when i um like like that afternoon heaps of people were asking me they're like has 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 grav like seen the clip yet like has he seen the has he seen the wave? And I'm just like, I, like, I don't even know. Like he, there, there's not really much reception like out, like where, where that zone is. Like yeah. he, there's no reception. I, at his. you will see it day. when it's Trax like...
2: magazine comes out in three months. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sure. I, I was going to say Oregon, he was just
0: sitting in his garden, picking some veggies and he just sat up for a second and smelled the air and went, yeah. something special's just happened."
1: <laughs> something happened for sure. Mate, but, yeah. I don't know. There was like, a, yeah, a few kind of crazy things happened that like that day. Like, my, uh, Mike o was on the beach and he was like, "What's the biggest board you got?" Like, here, and I was like, "I got a seven. I got a seven two. Um, and he's right into quads at the moment. Like Nathan Fletcher got got Mike like addicted to quads. Like he hasn't ridden anything but a quad in in years, and then he picked it up and, and he was like, "Looked," because it, it's a straight quad. There isn't even like a, a, a option to put a, a back fin in it. And he was just like, "Oh, bruh, like this is the board. He's like this is it." And then, the the waves weren't even that big yet. Still, like it was only kind of like six foot. And I'm like, "I'm not going to ride a seven two And it, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I was looking at the like the forecast, and then every set was getting bigger. And then the wind kicked up, and then I was just like, "I'm I'm riding this board 100." I, I kind of my approach to the the previous two heats in the comp two were. You know the first heat, I, I kind of just tried to keep busy, and then ended up like like trying some airs because the air wind came up really good. The second heat, like unfortunately, the waves that day were fairly average. Like, people were still ripping, obviously, and um, it was still a sick day. But then you know it was all kind of small backdoor and um, just trying to get little tubes and then and do some turns. And then I was like, if I have the opportunity to, you know, ride a a, a long board and potentially you know chip in from one out the back, I'm like that's exact. That's how I'd really like to like utilize like having the lineup to yourself is, is being able to kind of sit uh you know on a, on a bigger board and almost like it's like you're having your your head above the surface a little bit more and you can kind of see what's going on and when there's no when there's no one out it's like a it's like a completely like different wave altogether it's so bizarre like yeah. compared to when there's like 80 people in the lineup it's like when when you're out there with like three other guys out you're just like wow there's actually like this is like a completely different wave. Like it's it's bizarre.
2: It's such a good point, man. Because when it's busy, there's no way you're gonna get that wave. You're just not gonna get one of those like little chip in setups just before first reef. Like you're under the ledge, knifing it. Uh, and th- those waves always go to the locals because they're the fucking best ones. They're the biggest ones mm. with a, a little entry into it. So it's so good, man, that you, you really registered the opportunity to get the actual wave that you wanted, which is not on that fucking under the lip kind of first reef drop, but a chip in on a bigger bore, that more old school Derrico, Mike, Ho, Jerry Lopez line. And it, mate, surfing trips me out. It's so cosmic. Like no other sport can offer up these cos occurrences of picking up this iconic blade from this desert crusted core <laughs> lord and and feel it in your heart and, and knowing like oh this is the moment I, I i envisioned this i knew this was gonna i've got excalibur in my fucking quiver mm. and it all came together
1: yeah yeah it was it was crazy hey it's fucking magic it's the other shamans too
0: are just straight onto the weapon like mike Ho walking up and going Brah! And just like you know that's almost like it it's that thing where the object has its own soul kind of thing and they're just tapping into it all. Yeah. The, the proper fucking shamans are just into it. Man, without sure. a season on your has, fuck, man. Like, just can't believe, you know, that you're getting to the North Shore, you're premiering your movie, you're in the Pipe Masters, you get a fucking 30, just three fucking 10s pancakes on top of <laughs> each other in one fucking heat on one <laughs> wave. Um, yeah, just, mate, are you feeling just at home over there? Have you noticed uh, sort of, I don't know, are you, are you feeling... Like it's a weird thing, but you know they always say you got to pay your dues, you got to fucking do your time in Hawaii. But you get to a certain point, and I'm sure that you're walking around Foodland
1: and those sorts of joints, and everyone's come, <laughs> "Yeah, bruh." Yeah, no, it's it's cool, it's sick, and like I don't know, it it is one of those things. Like coming here for for a long time, and then every single time you come back, you you know you make more and more connections, and there's just such like the surf community over here is sick and. You know, it's 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 as it's as real as it gets. Still, you know, it's like even just you know walking into the Vulcan House still to like you know go and say good day to you know guys like Nora and stuff that are staying there. You just like f- walking into st- the heaviest scene, and it's like it's like walking straight back into like football ball or something like those old Vulcan bids and like Motorheads blasting through the speakers, and like you're just like holy shit! Like this the scene over here is just so mental. Like it's what it's all about. It's yeah, like man. But, yeah, I don't know, the, to, to get props off, you know, some of my favorite surfers and, and like, people of, of all time and, and then, you know, just, you know, accept the and, – and that are happy for me to be here and, and things like that and, you know, happy to say hello and, and things like that. It, it's, like, it's a pretty heartwarming thing. Like, I'm stu- I'm stoked. It's mental. Mate, <laughs>
2: and what was the celebration like? A few bags of cash
1: getting around. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I actually, how's I lost my, I lost that bag of cash. I, I, I put it down on the sand to do like my interview and then, and then they gave me like a, a warm carton of fat tires and I left the 500 bucks cash in the sand and, and picked the warm case of fat tires up and ran back to the house to put them in the fridge.
2: No. <laughs> oh, well, this will soften the blow, mate, because you're this week's. Fucking Lord of the Week, and you get a hundred bones from the folks at Upbank and the Swillians. Hundred bones, mate. Soften the blow. It's only Australian it, dollars, so it probably
1: converts to yeah, another, another case of
2: fat, warm tight. Ty- what are they called? Fat tyres.
1: Yeah, warm, fat tyres. Oh, mate, that's a hard- I'm I'm actually in Waikiki at the moment. I'm about to walk down to Duke's and get myself a couple of my tyres, so that works out just perfectly. Yeah,
0: well, they're about 50 bucks each, so two my tyres on Upbank for you, mate.
1: You beauty. <laughs>
0: Sounds great. <laughs>
1: you got yourself a deal.
0: Oh, good on you, Haz. Fuck,
1: mate. Awesome sick. to chat to you, brother. Thanks. Thanks thanks for the call. I appreciate it. No worries, so mate. So stoked, on You made
2: us so things. proud. And, uh, yeah, just put so
0: much froth into the surf scene back here. Legendary performance. That's
1: sick. I'm stoked to hear that. Cheers, boys.
0: There you go, mate. That's Hazza. Um, now, if you're interested in getting on the app program, you just download the app. It takes uh, minutes to sign up. You don't have to go to and into a bank or anything. And they're not just giving the Lord of the Week coins, maybe if you sign up now and you enter the code UTFS as part of your sign-up, 10 bucks straight in your up account. So, wow. Yeah, the crew are looking after you. Get on it. Up Lord of the Week. Easy over easy with no fees.
2: honorable uh, mention to EMI DeVault's backdoor semi-glitch yeah. cone. So thick. So deep, so critical. Had no right to make that thing. Just the drop under that amount of ocean, deep in the bowels. Reminiscent of the line Hazzy B took, actually. Just when you you can get in early enough and get a solid line and you're in that super squared out thick bit of the cone, Mm. as it kind of runs off and and, and starts to taper a little bit, they're so far back in that sweet, juicy spot of all that space and room. Mm. It's a magical vision to see uh especially from those water shots but fuck mate that's what surfing is all about in my opinion that
0: is the creme de la creme it's the pinnacle of the sport for sure and i want to give a shout out to uh is it uh Ri- Riaru?
2: Oh, uh, Ito Raru uh,
0: ito R- oh man oh wow. man like his one was on par with hazard if not like, if he found the doggy door, man, the little cucumber farmer from Japan would have been fucking raining pickle juice all over everyone, bruh. <laughs>
2: can you fucking... believe it? A
0: seacock farmer from Japan. <laughs> Unbelievable. But mm. what a fucking chamber, man. And I don't know, 20 years old, pretty tiny little character. You know, he's not, not like big in stature at all. And just the, again, just that line, man, like knowing that you can find that chip shot get off the bottom and just drive through just that. Like, is it the Wakita line? Is it that deep? It seems like it's it's that deep to get, you know, through not just one, but two big, heavy yeah. throws. So it, It's
2: such a good point. It, it does rely on that. Bit of a chip shot from yeah. behind the boil. Yeah. Like there's this little kind of early entry that they get and it yeah. allows them to, to get under. So it's not a full knife. They're kind of down it yeah. and they can get a really solid purchase on the bottom turn and just drive through <sighs> the thickest that, part that of the cone. That's
0: sick, man. man.
2: The Japanese are amazing out there. Yeah. They have been blowing mines at... Backdoor shootouts over and over again. Yep. Kato, Matsuoka, Daiki, uh, Taiichi Wakita. I mean, he didn't have a, a great turnout in this event, no. but they spend so much time in the lineup there. Uh, they're all running off Taiyuki Wakita's uh, lineup there, yep. the super deep lineup. Yep. He's paved the way there. He's shown how to respect and and put your time in at that wave, and you get rewarded. And those little stocky, you know, super muscular frames, mm. like the Masatoshi Ono spec, little nugget uh it's so perfectly suited to the front side knife where they can ball up stay low and Mm. and and really get into a good position for the swoop and bottom turn and just fucking the navigation of psycho pits man the japanese yeah they always come out of one of these specialty events with a major major highlight
0: yeah it just feels like the typhoon is upon us man like if it's not in the next two years it's it's coming soon because there's really no weakness like, and it has been that way for a long time I just uh, I just wonder where where the mongrel's going to come from mate do we have to send Kingy over are we going to do an Eddie Jones send Kingy over to Japan fucking leave the boys at home leave the boys in Brazil and give these fucking Japanese kids a bit of what for in a contest Rashi because geez they deserve to be at the top at the moment they are flaring that was actually one of my favorite favorite waves of the event as well uh Ito's wave just uh, right there with Hazza Same line, same juice, just fucking pulled into that close like a staunch little maniac that he is.
2: Best Heat. Uh, Look, because of the format, I can only really remember this event in exchanges and and, and kind of single waves because obviously heats were not won and lost except for the finals. Uh, But that said, look, the women's final was a real special, I thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cooking Pipeline and Moana Wong just putting on yet another clinic Uh, There was a a nice big pocket ride to open and then a straight-up bomb to follow it up. So much Jerry Lopez in her line and composure in the cone, that bigger board, earlier entry, uh, big and steep, but plenty of forward thrust to to match the speed and and suck of the wave. And she just rolled in and under the hook for a big pipeline pit. um, So big, she could have waved a Hawaiian flag over her head in there. (laughs) All time. And she's the undisputed queen Of
0: pipe. Yeah. Just next level out there. And man. On the planet. Cop this. Like, has only surfed it or been surfing it for five years. You know? Like, that's when she first paddled out there five years ago. To me, that really showcases where, you know, the the crew who just cannot find a a way to have a relationship with the wave get it wrong. You just got to put in the time, man. And, you know, Makua was just scathing of so many people when he was commentating about just not giving him props really for anything which in some ways was like hey bro like you know if you're gonna fucking rip ando to shreds maybe just cop a couple of his clips first but at the same time you know he watches endless free surfing go out on out there he's a big wave world champ he's fucking you know hawaiian royalty and i guess it just sort of irks him when he knows that you haven't done time out there, and you get in a spot when there's so many There's literally a fucking conveyor belt with Hawaiians just holding their boards, ready to jump off into the lineup for these opportunities. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I think that the lesson really is just that if Moana can get that good in five years, there's no excuse for any other woman on tour to not be out in that lineup, fucking learning it. Mm. And like you might say, you might very well say, "Smithy," but you know, she's getting waves. Well, man, she would have been fighting and scrapping and fucking earning her spot in that lineup. Like every other fucking person who paddles out there.
2: Mm. It's got to help having an uncle D in your corner. And I love, you know, she kind of dedicated her win in part to him and, uh just told this amazing story on air uh, about some of the early sessions she had out there and how supportive he was and just Mm. saying you know you're gonna be something you're gonna be something really special when you're older just stay on track stay on target keep doing what you're doing and and she you know she said you know i took it with a grain of salt but that was some cosmic advice he saw the writing on the wall so early and that time in the lineup you know, it is an old school approach that she's got. Mm. Like she is, she's not knifing him under the lip. Uh, she's she's kind of getting that that same chip in. It, it is more of a, a Jerry Lopez, Uncle D kind of line Yeah. Uh, on that bigger board. And, and hence why she's, you know, she, it forces you to be on the big ones. Yeah. Because they're the only ones that kind of give you that little cap and wedge before they hit first reef. But they're the ones she's on and she's getting in early. Uh, finding a line and just standing tall in the fucking hugest
0: chambers. What a it's read it's mind-blowing. Oh, it's so good. And, yeah, it was it an was awesome heat. Big props to the pickle, mate. Backs up. Oh. Just brings a little bit of sunny Coast fucking car park fucking drag race mongrel to the whole show. Never really looks like taking a backwards step. And uh, really important for her, I think, just to show up again after winning last year in pretty subpar conditions. Like, you know every every one of these events is another step forward as we say always but it's just so good to see that you know they're really it's not breaking glass ceilings or anything they're just fucking stepping up and using every single session that, that they they've got out there without anyone else in the lineup to fully send it and mm. push it to that next level it's sick
2: man it was such a brutal event for the women uh oh, yeah. they were thrown out in that final day you know the kind of the conditions as they were building they were the mm. guinea pigs and it turns out the conditions were there and there oh, was yeah. serious energy and at times you you were going wow like the energy the, the waves are moving so fast and, and, and sucking so hard that they actually don't have the strength to maintain the speed to stay mm. under the ledge and knife them from where they were trying to take off which was all on that kind of first reef yeah. and man there was some fucking harrowing wipeouts yeah. Uh, one of my favorite heats, though, come earlier on in the contest, round one, uh, I think it was the, the Carissa Molly heat. Um, you know, yeah, as you mentioned, Arnie Riss, uh, the defending champ, and the Shelly Beach Super Grom Grit Merchant Pickle. <laughs> no, just going toe-to-toe in what was a, a full-blown mini slab fest, as playful and perfect as it gets. And they didn't miss out. Uh, the Pickle opening with a, a sick grab rail knife into a double-spitting pipe drainer, first wave, straight into a a solid backup for a super fun pipe cone, but not super deep. But it got really interesting because, yeah, Carissa took an age to open her account. Mm. And I'm watching her thinking, wow, she's still rattled from this final five thing. And she fully lost her mojo. Uh, And, and, you know, Pickles on a tear and goes and sits on Arnie Riss, And you're going, whoa, like, this is a little bit awkward, you know, in that kind of invitational setting. You're like, is this friendly? Is that frenemy stuff? Uh, And then right as she's right in her grill uh, you know kind of like shadowing her on, on on the wave before and you're thinking fuck has Carissa got it left in her uh Carissa yeah she finds a proper nug that kind of signature little fade to airdrop she's got yeah. a, a backdoor and just a sublime bit of technical tube riding disconnected on the drop saw the guillotine coming ducked under it and pulled a really smooth line up the face super deep over the phone but I love that line you know having the composure to see the lip coming at your head and and not only duck under it but kind of bottom
0: turn under Mm. it and and, and ride
2: high up in the tube and come out high and super clean. It was
0: super technical. Probably the most consistent thing about her line out there is that she puts herself late under it and then has to go high because there's nowhere else you can go when you do that. So yeah, it's kind of like adds a lot of drama to Rissa's rides too, I reckon. And it's like, that's
2: the safest place to be. He's behind the thickest part if you can get to the bottom of it and and get inside the tube at that point. Mm. But it's so critical because if you blow that drop from that position you're in the thickest part of the lip and you're going straight to the bottom and that's where people get hurt it's all on that first section yeah. Jao Chianka, Eva Wong uh, Emio Zermak yeah. they all pin dropped uh, on that first bit and it's just fucking bone dry
0: heavy spot mate I mean I've duck dived that bit on like you know two three foot days and it punches you like it doesn't matter how big or small it is but imagine trying to like just get caught in the lip and if you're in the apex of all that power, man. It's going to drill you straight into the bottom. And, fuck, there's been a lot of trips to the, to the uh, hospital mm. this season, man. Scary ones, too. Uh, your best heat? My best heat wasn't necessary. Same, same as you. Like, I was kind of, like, thinking about what is the best heat here. But the the, the heat I found the most interesting was the, the Florence Brothers heats. Like, it doesn't even matter that, you know, they had, got skunked on one. They had a sick heat in another one. But, you know... As far as, like, a spectacle goes on paper, like, is that the most fucking can't-miss, must-watch heat in pro surfing? Like, right now, this year, based on what Nathan's done, what John John can do, anytime he paddles out, you want to watch him. And then based on what Ivan did last year in the same comp, you're just going, this is too good. This is too good. And we actually got a letter smithy, I'll find fucking glasses, from a swellian on the, uh, the gram. He said, look... I don't want to uh, miss this, but my question is, uh, and it's more of a poll, really, so we could inform the relevant parties, but uh, how much would the average Joe pay to just watch a Florence tour? John, Nate, Ivan, doing the slab thing, edited properly, none of the Nathan's raw 20-minute mouth GoPro paddling stuff, just get the red cam John's team onto it. Uh, Everyone would cough up 5 bucks for the pay per view. Surely. Surely. Uh, bang, bang for the winner Yeah, that's it uh, He says, put John's followers, Nathan Flowers together Holy shit, mate Waves of truth Smivy uh, Yeah, we saying here We just can't watch John another Mushberg year Can't do it I reckon uh, with your clout, boys The ATS, Florence, Tour de Slab Each bro gets a dollar You and Smivy get a dollar each I'll take a piece of John's foreskin, and we call it a day. UTFS. What do you reckon? It's raining Florence foreskins up in here, Smithy, with an idea like that. uh, It's almost a no-brainer. Almost. Yeah, it's just
2: a question of John's will. What does
0: he want to do? Does he want to continue
2: groveling it out for lacklustre silverware, or does he want to go get the real trophy, a good old-fashioned hog? I mean, he's just about to have a kid, apparently, so I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to believe that there's going to be some changes in priorities. I think so. Uh, And, you know, how many world titles does he have to win to to cement himself
0: as one of the greatest of all time? Like, he's not going to win 11, so. You know Nate Dogg's saying, come with me, let's go. Let's go surf some waves together. Because he's got his crew, but, I mean, how much more pushed and how gnarly could those guys get? Like, think about what Nathan's done this year without John around. Imagine if John sitting next to him in the lineup and those two are egging each other. Totally. Four. Four, Smithy. Four. 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 No, mate. <laughs> p-
2: yeah, and that's what drove John's performances, in yeah. my opinion, was having his two brothers in the heat. It got him into the final unquestionably. And when I think back on John's performance from this event, nothing really springs to mind as being all that crazy. It was all just consummate, consistent, pipeline and backdoor surfing yeah. uh, that was enough to get him in the final and then once he there once he was there in those kinds of challenging windy uh, you know lully conditions fuck mate like no one spent more time in the lineup nah. than that guy um, so he's unbeatable but not a not a groundbreaking performance by any stretch from him he seemed nah. to win it in a canter uh, but what a moment uh, for his mum uh, Alex, you know, watching all of her spawn competing yeah. together and then watching them chair, him, chair John yeah. up, up up the beach. Can you
0: imagine? He Two brothers under each leg. Far out. How good. Well played, Alex Florence. You are a weapon. That question was uh, was from Bredo, by the way, mate. And, uh, yeah, mad swelling on you. Thanks for the uh, question. I'm backing that idea. But, yeah, so Florence Brothers Heat. Keep those coming. Watch mm-hmm. them forever.
2: Mm-hmm. Biggest melt. Look, Another really stood out, uh, but maybe maybe Sharif Fall, uh, the Senegalese surfer, keeping Hazzy B off a, a buzzer-beater pipeline nugget that, that would have given Harry the score mm. he needed to make the final. All he needed was a paltry 12 to go with no. his 30 out of 30 earlier in the heat, uh, but Sharif took it off him, failed to get the knife in and went dead straight. Felt like a bit of a melt somehow, but... I'm not going to begrudge Sharif for going because, you know, pretty certain he ain't getting many sets at pipe. <laughs> uh, so given a chance, of course, he's going to give it a crack. And good on him. Yeah. You know, he'll, he'll get under it next time. And when he does, it'll be a, a hallmark moment for African surfing. But, yeah, a, a shame not to see Has get the opportunity. Uh, it was a bit of a joker in the pack. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, look. Uh, yeah, has, should have been on that wave, yeah. probably would have got the score,
0: would have been in the final. Oh, mate, yeah, that's, yeah, it's a melt for for surf fans, isn't it? Uh, just, he was on such a tear. He was, you know, he was my standout surfer of the event just because of that wave uh, as well. And yeah, that's a bummer, man. I didn't actually have uh, a melt either. I just felt like, you know, it's so hard when there's no consequence to really call out a melt. You know what I mean? Like a, a melt is probably John John not winning. Uh or Moana not winning. And those two ended up winning. So it's it's weird, man. Like even as much as I enjoy watching the spectacle of it, there is a little bit of something underneath it all that just doesn't demand that you win. Because if you lose, what do you miss out on? A bit of fries money and you know, making the final. Like I, I just yeah, it's 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 that battle. It's that thing we talked about at the opening of the show. Like, where does where does it fit into the meaning of it all? Uh, sick contest, but yeah, maybe the maybe the melt was just everyone melting before it and after it about the significance of it. <laughs> I don't know, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. Big, biggest
2: surprise. Uh Aaron Brooks making the finals, a 16-year-old, packing a couple of really solid pipe pits. I think the youngest pipe master finalist ever, was it? At 16?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And yeah, you know, fuck, mate. For a life little frame like that to be thrown to the wolves in in Mm. solid pipeline and get all the way to the final. Like, it it, it wasn't small, inconsequential surf by any stretch. So that is an incredible performance. Yeah, she's been putting it
0: in, like, big... pip. Packing the big, picking, packing, pick packers, picking, packing pits for ages. She's been parking it. Uh, She got invited to the Rip Curl tube riding comp at Padang. She's she's put in performances everywhere, Ben, and
2: she's ha- just, Hawaii based too.
0: So although yeah. you know the Texas born Canadian, Canadian dad, whatever, yeah. but she's but. been
2: living on in the islands, bruh, yeah, for I don't know
0: how long, but like probably close to ten years. There's a, a feeling starting to sort of generate in the in the the backwaters of was banter that she's going to be the next big star. Like there, there's a lot of them all coming through. Sierra surfed incredibly well in this event as well. Packs of Mondos, but um, yeah, I think the Aaron Brooks factor could really start to gain momentum in 24, Smithy. Watch this space.
2: Mm. And I was super impressed by Frankie Harra, the uh, Malibu mm. goofy foot. I mean, a young mother just sending it with plenty of success and a couple of skits wipeouts to, uh, you know, Malibu, the home of dribbly right points. <laughs> yeah. uh, but apparently there's a, a couple of closeout beaches around there where she got a few reps in knifing it uh and yeah got a dreamy six to eight foot stand tall at pipe no you know and pipe at that size when it is more in the, the playful realm it still manages to generate the biggest bulbous cone mm. it's crazy like pound for pound nowhere can flare and get that round and hollow yeah uh so sick to see a mom getting a stand oh, tall mate, and i haven't risking seen it for a mom
0: flare up like that since my mum used to go up the country club at ocean shores on Raffle night and just have a fucking good old scene when lost youth were playing. On your (laughs) mes, Yeah, no, go the mums.
2: Best performance. Yeah, Molly Picklum, uh, as I mentioned, was amazing at this event. I'm not saying she was the best, but uh, I thought she just put in such a solid effort defending Mm. a crown to get second place. Uh, Incredible. And, And really took female backside tube riding to new heights. Emulating Fanning's kind of signature grab yeah. rail pump there, and uh, yeah, the second place to Moana Wong, who's the best female in the history of pipe for sure. Yeah, that, that that's okay, you can lose that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, just loved her performance in the final and the grit, the 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 Shelly Beach, Shiny yeah. grit. You know, opened her account in the final of a fucked up face plant demolition, so hectic, and then straight into a skits steep grab rail knife to corn rinse on her second wave, spat out. Straight into a perfectly timed end section, kapow! On a big, heavy sandbar mm. closeout, no better feeling in the world is there.
0: Spat out to a clobber of the end section. Oh man, that's that's. It's either do the clobber or just a big old fucking roundy. One or the other is is fine. And yeah, it just it says that you're in sync when you get those sections and you absolutely unload on them. Like you think of the Tom Carroll years where he'd get blown like spewed smithy projectiled into the channel and he'd just find this kind of like little two foot runner and just mow towards it and just cleave the thing in half with the most vicious tightest turn man on a fucking seven six pat rawson with a tail that you could cut fucking bread with so thin so sharp and he just do this meat cleaving fucking destructive turn and fucking yeah mate like to me, that says, like, you're, you're on song. You're, you're ripping. Molly had a heap of that. Um, John John was my surfer for the event. Same reason for what you were saying before about never really, like, giving you a moment where you were going, fuck, he's, he's by far and away just on fire. But that's how good he is. Hey? Like, I was watching the highlight clip of him that dropped this morning. I had just a heap of his waves. And every single one of them has that little element of glitchiness or magic. You know, there's, there's a moment where you go, oh, 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 oh. You know, he's got that kind of that little eyebrow pop on every single thing he does. And even when he's doggy doing, it just never looks in doubt. He, he's just such a freak, man. God, I just hope we get waves this year, Smith, because that's, that's a good sign to see him, you know, back on top of shoulders and getting cheered up the beach. I, I felt really good about that.
2: I thought Billy Camper was incredible too, surfing with a, a broken foot and just the way he manhandles his way into the thickest, most squared yeah. out first reef pipe chambers, basically boog waves. They're so cupped out and squared on the drop mm. and somehow all that gristle and training and intensity that he's got in his character just manages to get himself into those things. Like very few surfers are able to, to manage yeah. that. It's basically him and Nate Florence as far as I can tell who, mm. can, who can get into those kind of well, squared ones. I feel lines. like
0: he'd be the worst person to have in your heat. Because he is driven. Every single cent he makes, every single opportunity he gets, he's doing it for his family. He's doing it for his career. He is actually like paddling out, like you were saying before about, um, you know, Molly sitting on Carissa. He will block everyone. He will fucking literally wrestle and steal and just get what he needs to get, don't get in his way. Um. So yeah, he, he brings that kind of a different energy to the whole invitational field to uh, everyone else, I reckon, but... Another little doff of the cap and a big doff actually to Mikey Feb, man. Like last year, we all kind of went, "Whoa, what about this?" And this year, man, he got a couple of big old backdoor breathers that were proper and just sick line into him, man. Like you can you can you can claim the style points all you like, but when you're doing that shit and your board is just in the spot, dude, the sweetest high line and pumping up into the top section of it if it's looking like it's going to clamp and just getting the perfect read on it. Doff. Doff. Big doff. Yeah, that was
2: my breakthrough
0: performer, oh, actually. Perfect.
2: Mfeb, yeah. uh, you know, as you said, not noted for Mondo slabs, but geez, he came up with a special at mm. Backdoor early in the comp. Uh, it's funny to see those spindly chicken legs, you know, uh, riding a, a board that looked like it had a bit of extra meat in it. He mm. kind of got the early entry, got the knife in and just ran ran for glory yeah. and for safety, a yeah. uh, huge opening section, cascaded down and, and kind of got spat out amongst the foam in there. Like ain't off the wall. I mean, look that wave, it didn't necessarily age that well in the context of that comp. Like yeah. for a day or two, it was the, the toast of world surfing. then <laughs> like by the end of the comp, Almost forgotten, yeah. as was he from the leaderboard. But yeah, an, an amazing effort, um, Aaron Brooks, as I mentioned, probably the other one. I mean, yeah, just sixteen years old, cracking, uh, so cool, cracking the pipe final. And as you mentioned, Vaughn, like such a threat. I mean, she's already got a handful of the craziest pants ever stuffed yeah. by a woman. So you know, now she's adding mondo cones to her game. Uh, yeah, she's a serious threat. For the future, be interesting to see how that pans out in the context mm. of a WSL competitor's jersey. I don't know if her skill set necessarily fits that space, but uh, I don't see why it can't. And it's going to be fun to watch. Anyway, Mate, it's
0: so weird because it feels like the men's tour is just struggling to really hold your attention at the moment. I, I know that's like a side effect of a couple of years of dodgy waves, um, and. Injuries have played into it because we are not seeing, you know, the the best of the best, you know, really at their prime, going at each other. But women's surfing is on the complete opposite side of that, you know, the the Erin Brookses, the Sierra Kerrs, which we all talk about ad nauseum on this show, but it's just about to hit, you know, a magical, magical time, man. We're we're like I'm looking at those names, especially Brooksy and Kerr, up uh, Sierra, yeah, Sierra Kerr and just thinking, mate, get on tour. Get on there already. I'm just so ready. Let's go. Uh, It's exciting shit. Yeah, awesome, man.
2: What does it all mean? It means the Vans Pipe Masters Invitational is right now the hottest property in surfing. Mm. It's an amazing spectacle, and it's here to stay, and I think there's a very valid argument uh, that it decides the best pipe surfer in the world, like it has done this year in the men's and women's. There's no doubt about it, but I almost think that you can't be the best pipe surfer in the world unless you're surfing against Nathan Florence and Jamie O'Brien yeah. and, uh, you know, Makana Pang and Benji Brand and, and Ballaram Stack. Like so these great. are the guys who put so much time in out there. Mm. Um, so yeah, like the WSL does a great job of, of creating its own pipe masters champion and, and, and it's totally legitimate. You know, you're still having to beat a lot of the same people. Yeah. Seth Moniz, Kelly Slater, yeah. John John. Jack um, Medina, Jack Robbo. That's a, a yeah. notable uh, omission. Emission from this draw, yeah. But, uh, yeah, look, like, you can make arguments for both. At the end of the day, it's an incredible spectacle, and it really goes to the core and the culture of surfing, which is something that WSL kind of doesn't, you know. Like, um, it, it's a more glossy, mainstream product. This is the other end of the yeah. spectrum. This is the core lords. It's full of swearing and funny shit and just off-the-cuff banter in the commentary booth. And, yeah, like, it's the real deal. It's the surfing that I grew up uh, loving and being a part of through surf videos and DVDs and and board writers. It has more of that feel to it, and I love it for that.
0: Yeah, man. And uh, before you attach a little puckered corn to John John Florence, uh, you know, for winning in a a field that didn't have a Jack Robbo and a Gabe Medina and and any low, just ask yourself this, folks. Do you say the same thing? about his Eddie win? Do you? You know, like, that Italo and Gabe weren't out there? Does it take the shine off his Eddie win? Like, it illustrates your point perfectly. Like, you are dealing with the number one pipe surfers in the world. These guys are getting invited. Yeah, righto, because some of them are sponsored by Vans. But the the weight of pipe speciality that is in that draw, in that field, is without question. I just think, uh, Chuck... Chuck maybe like five or six more CT surfers in the mix Mm. just to rub that argument out of it. Fully. And let the CT be the CT event at Pipe. It doesn't have to be uh, the same thing. Uh, When it's all roped in together, yes, it's a a crazy sort of pinnacle of sport moment. But as long as we're not deciding world titles at Pipeline, I don't know, I'm happy for the Pipe Masters to exist on its own own little level, Smitty. And a 4.5, shat, it shall be, my friend, because... Mm. Cones be drained, and drained be the cones, my friend. Competition surfing. Rashes. Oh,
1: yeah. Baby, I can't get enough. Blitz. Blitz.
2: think that still presents. Pure tour
1: nerdism.